welcome to Nice Bossy with Emma Siebold. What's nice bossy, you ask? Well, I came up with the phrase nice bossy to help my vivacious and very forthright daughter understand how she can be a strong and confident leader who gets what she wants through being nice and using her manners. I believe you can be powerful and successful without compromising kindness, empathy, or your contribution to the world. I'm living proof as I've done just that with my businesses, Bar Body and Bend. This podcast is all about going for and achieving your life and business dreams in a way that's aligned with your heart and values. I founded Bar Body nine years ago and have grown it into the highly profitable multi-million dollar business it is today. I lead with love, make smart, strategic decisions, take calculated risks, and tenaciously go for my dreams. I've had many a struggle and hardship, but ultimately the biggest personal and professional growth has been born of my toughest times. I've learned so much along the way, and I am excited to share my journey, success secrets, and special sauce with you so that you may live your dreams, build a profitable business, and lead with love too. Let's get into it together. Hello, hello. I am absolutely delighted to be back with another episode. Today, I want to talk to you about how to build resilience during tough times. Now, we are experiencing collectively a particularly tough time at the moment, and it's one of the biggest challenges is how we navigate the tough times and how we come out the other side. I have had a really blessed life. I have an amazing family. I'm very lucky in so many ways, but I have had a lot of challenges in my life and a lot to overcome. And so I think I can speak to building resilience during tough times. In my next episode, I'm actually going to talk about my experiences of grief. So I'll touch on them very lightly in this episode just to give you the context for some of my harder times, but I'm actually going to dig a little deeper in the next episode, talking more openly and more personally about my experiences of grief and heartbreak. But talking about tough times, firstly, I want to talk about the topic that I ended my last episode on, and that is sometimes life feels a little bit tricky and a little bit stuck. And it feels like you're in, I call it sort of the mud. And it's when you're feeling like you're not moving forward or you're feeling uninspired or just generally feeling lethargic. When I say lethargic, I actually mean emotionally and mentally lethargic. You might be physically lethargic as well, but emotionally and mentally lethargic. We all have times like these. I heard a really amazing description or amazing explanation of the expression, the dark night of the soul. I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's so the dark night of the soul essentially just means when you're feeling, you know, probably when you're feeling at your worst or feeling your saddest or least connected. The way that it was described to me is that 
The dark night of the soul is that feeling, those feelings that happen when you know that you're no longer the person you used to be, but you don't yet know who you're becoming. I'm going to say that again because I find it just so magical and really there's certain phrases that I've picked up along the way that I feel just invoke so much feeling in me and this is one of them. So the dark night of the soul is when you know that you are no longer the person you used to be. So the things that you used to like or do or the person you used to present yourself to the world as, you're not that person anymore but you don't yet know who you're becoming. I just love it so much. You're in this feeling of stuckness. And I want to tell you that I have been there and I have been there for long periods of time. Most recently, I probably spent almost two years in that dark night of the soul. And for me, it was all about my business and knowing that I didn't want to, I wasn't like I'm 41 now, which, you know, wonderful and fabulous. And I feel amazing and I love my life and I'm super healthy and super fit or fit enough, (laughs) certainly fit enough for someone working in my industry, fit enough for, for anyone really. But I know that where I have been, which is doing online workouts and presenting myself as this head of a fitness company, it wasn't quite gelling with me anymore. I needed something more. And I've sat with that for a really long time and almost resisting this role that I'd created for myself over the previous eight years. This is in, so Bar Body's almost 10, turning 10 really soon. And this role where I was doing events and PR things and doing a lot of stuff that was required a lot of self-promotion but I was feeling like it just wasn't me anymore. And so I had to sit with that for a really long time because Bar Body and Bend are such huge parts of my identity. I didn't want to leave them behind. I love them so much, but I didn't know what I knew that I wanted. I knew that I needed more. And interestingly enough, my business retreat, so my business coaching and the retreat house that we bought was sort of the The thing that I decided that and the master's degree that I'm doing in positive psychology, well, the things that I felt like I wanted to, that that was how I could take it forward without leaving behind who I've been, if that makes sense. So now I feel really excited and really happy and I know that I'm on the right track because I know that for me, what was really important was to work out how I could connect with people. So I love connecting, especially with women. I love men too, don't get me wrong, but I love, I really do love the relationship of mentoring women and supporting women and helping women grow and realize their dream. And I'm a girl's girl. I've created this brand predominantly for women. Men are absolutely welcome. We are, we're not a women's only brand, but it does certainly appeal to women more than men. I've, I've spent my you know, the best part of the last 10 years looking on how I can help women create better lives for themselves. So to me, the natural extension for that was doing these business retreats and starting to do more coaching. So I'm really excited about that, but I've come through this dark night of my soul. So I want to say to those of you who are sitting in that space where you're feeling a little bit stuck or you're feeling like you're not moving forward, I promise you that it's not forever. I had this period, so 
Four years ago, I lost my mum to cancer. She died of pancreatic cancer and it was really tough, really, really hard. She was my my inspiration, my rock, my, you know, one of the most special people in my life. And like I said, I'll talk more about grief and heartbreak in my next episode, but that was just a, an experience in my life that was very, very, very challenging. And everything that came after that was incredibly hard for a period of time. Four months after my mum died, my brother died quite tragically. And so I had this experience, this double whammy, this experience of immense grief, like immense, immense grief, losing 50% of my family. So it's just my dad and me left. And in a really short period of time. And it it broke me quite honestly, it absolutely broke me. And what happened during that time was that our business, my husband was busy supporting me emotionally and my children. And I was, you know, quietly falling apart. And I had these amazing people in the business who were working so hard to keep everything going. What I wasn't doing and my husband wasn't doing, we weren't looking at the numbers. So we didn't actually see that the business sort of went downhill quite a bit, not through any fault of anyone in the business because everyone did an amazing job of keeping things, keeping things really, really ticking and humming along. But what happened, it was a whole lot of market factors happened at the same time and a lot more increased competition and a whole lot of stuff happened in the market. Bar had been, you know, trending upwards for so long and then it reached sort of mass market, market saturation. And so we were no longer attracting as many new people to the business. And all of this happened while I was sitting in the 18-month period from when my mum was diagnosed and then she came to live with me and I was very blessed to care for her at home and she, she died at my house. And then that period of grief and then my brother dying and then more grief. So it was about 18 months of just not being connected to the business, not being properly connected to life and feeling just so deeply sad. And so I don't know that I was unmotivated, but I was unable to do anything. And I couldn't even conceive of a world where I would get through this heartbreak, this trauma and be able to be the me that you see in this podcast, the me that's so effervescent and bubbly and powerful and creative and I'm achieving and doing things, I thought she was gone. I didn't know that I would ever recover and ever be the same. But what I can tell you is that these dark times, the dark night of your soul, the hardest times, what you're building is a resilience muscle. So all of this hardship, the expression, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger is not wrong. It's kind of true. And in my experience, it absolutely is true. These things, these struggles that I've been through, the heartache of losing family members, the hardship of trying to turn a business around that went so off the rails in that 18-month period, that those business challenges, those personal challenges, my own personal dark night of the soul All of that building, building, building this resilience muscle. So when you're stuck in the hard times, just know that what you have this amazing, incredible opportunity to build resilience, to build your personal power. And that is what happens when you stay with it. You don't give up. You keep, just keep trusting, keep sticking with it being okay with things not 
feeling good. That's another superpower, I think, is being able to be okay with when things aren't going well and try to envisage an outcome, try to imagine a world where things are going well again and just keep, just keep going, keep going, keep going. So this resilience muscle means that when you get more difficult things piled on, it's not as hard because you have a really strong resilience muscle. So an example of that is for me, COVID, this experience of COVID hitting, the early stages of COVID for us were so hard. My husband and I own our business. We don't have any investors. We personally guaranteed most of our leases. We thought we were going to lose everything in the early weeks of when COVID hit in 2020. We thought we'd lose our home. We thought we'd lose our business, everything. And so even in that time, even in that really challenging time, I could recall my experiences of grief and say to myself, as hard as this is, it's not as hard as what I've been through before. It doesn't even come close to the struggles that I've had in the past. And so I will be okay. And that's my resilience muscle powering up to say, I can do this. I've done it before. I can do it again. So as much as you might be going through struggle yourself right now, you might be finding life really, really challenging. I can promise you that things will get better. I know that certainly right now we're in the midst of the second wave of COVID in Australia, the big Delta strain outbreaks, and that's proving to be really quite challenging. But there is an end in sight. They're absolutely, pandemics don't last forever. There is an end in sight. We are going to get to the other side of this and you will have built your resilience muscle just by staying in it, staying in the game. So I will give you a little caveat though. When we talk about building the resilience muscle, it doesn't mean that it's all easy that once you get through the other side of it, that you should be expected to for things to be easy or for things to go back to normal completely. It's a process. And if you are struggling and you're having this experience of thinking, gee, I don't know what she's talking about. My resilience muscle isn't there. I feel really despondent and flat. That's okay. Believe it or not, the resilience muscle is still building and it's okay to be in this moment of stuckness, in this moment of sadness or having these really hard times. It's okay to surrender and just be with the feelings. So you don't have to keep trying to bounce back. When I talk about building the resilience muscle, it's not about trying to make yourself get stronger, that actually happens as a byproduct of just getting through hardship. You don't actually need to do anything other than survive. So you don't have to actively do anything to build your resilience muscle. You don't have to, heaven forbid, try to manufacture situations that will give you this sense of hardship so that you can build your resilience muscle. What you can do is just surrender to the situation that you're in and know that in these 
hardest times, that's when you're building the resilience muscle and you can come out the other side and you will be stronger, you'll be more powerful, you'll be more ready to take on the world. So if you are feeling challenged, sad, stuck right now, just know that it's not going to last forever, but you will have this lasting gift of resilience. Thank you so much for joining me today. I can't wait to talk to you in my next episode where I'll deep dive into my personal experiences of heartbreak and grief and how transforming they are. Well, that's it for today's episode. If you want more from me, visit my website, emmasebold.com for show notes and all sorts of goodies or follow me on Instagram at emmasebold underscore. Thanks again for listening and I hope I can help you live your richest, most magical, most successful and aligned life. Until next time.